Blessed be the name of the Lord. Just a short word this morning and hallelujah. Mark chapter 7 and the 37th verse. Mark chapter 7 and the 37th verse. And they were astonished beyond measure saying, He has done all things well. He makes both the deaf to hear and mute to speak. Amen. One of the versions says, The amazement was extreme. He succeeds in everything he attempts. They exclaimed, He even makes deaf man hear and dumb men speak. Amen. I want you to uh, highlight the word. The amazement was extreme. The word extreme. Hallelujah. Amen. This word, this morning I want to title the word extremes and examples. Praise God. Extremes and examples. The Bible says in Mark 7, 37, the amazement was extreme. The amazement was extreme. That word extreme means farthest from the center. Far or farthest from the center or from the middle. Far from the middle. Amen. Hallelujah. What is in the middle? John 14, 6. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody goes to the Father except through me. Amen. Jesus the way leads to our destination and our final destination is heaven. Amen. Jesus the life produces supernatural results in our lives. Amen. But it is Jesus the truth that keeps us in the will of God. It is Jesus the truth that keeps us to walk with Him every day. It is Jesus the truth that gives us the voice to move in the right direction. Amen. So what is in the middle? The truth. Hallelujah. So what is an extreme condition? The extreme condition is when you are far away from the truth. You are farthest from the truth. You are walking away or far away from the truth. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want you to break that spirit of extremism from your lives this morning. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will lead us into it. Praise God. The Bible says salvation is there in no other name in heaven on earth which man can be saved except in the name of Jesus. That's the truth. Everybody said that's the truth. But if you say God hates everybody other than born again Christians, that's far away from the truth. That's an extreme condition. Praise God. Then you cannot win anybody for Jesus. If you treat and act as if God only loves people in this church, then you cannot win anybody. When was, when was the last time you won somebody for Jesus Christ? Not brought into the church. You won a soul for Jesus. I think we are moving out of our basics because of the lack, because of extremism. We only show love who comes people, who comes to church. And we are not being examples 
to people outside the church the bible says your light so shine ah praise god your light so shine that people would see that and glorify god is your light shining praise god amen sometimes in the in the pulpit you say you need to read the bible that's the truth every person needs to read their bible that's the truth you need to have a personal reading of god's word at least in 2017 beginning you need to read your bible it's easy it's english praise god it is said you need to come to church feed on the bread that is given in the church it's the truth bread gives you strength the bible says but when you think that i have to listen to every man of god i have to listen to every talk i have to listen to every kind of teaching that has been given in the world i have to go and watch god tv from morning to evening and nothing else that's far away from the truth that's extremism and then you become judgmental on the people who gives the word on the stage then you become judgmental of the people who gives you the bread every week because you are gone into extremism far away from the truth it's dangerous because you become more and more judgmental and what happens when you become judgmental of the people who preaches from the pulpit every week you won't be blessed you are blessed through the bread alone praise the lord hallelujah hi with me church it is said that you need to pray that's the truth bible says anyone is suffering let him not ask pastor first let him pray to pray is the truth praise the lord hallelujah amen but if you only pray from morning to evening and do nothing that is far away from the truth bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and 6 to 10 you need to work hard you need to work hard paul said if anybody in the church who is idle and does not work with his own hands let him be put outside of the church and said don't you know that when we were with you we used to work day and night toiling paul as a minister of the gospel he said we can live through the gospel we have every right to take a salary from the church but we are not doing it so that it will not stop people from believing i'm telling you here this morning we are toiling together with the church and the ministries and taking care of god's people hallelujah we are toiling day and night and working hard to take care of our families but if you only say you have pray and sit at home that's far away from the truth you have to pray but you have to work too prayer comes first but work as to follow praise the lord some people have faith extremes the truth is by his stripes i am healed that's the truth jesus wants to heal every sickness out of your body that's the truth but if you say don't go to a doctor that's far away from the truth praise god somebody might have the faith 
to believe that your sickness will be healed. You might have a personal from word from God that you don't need to go from a doctor. God is going to heal you tomorrow. You might have a word, but the person who is sitting next to you might not have it. You might have that word and you will be healed. But if, the, if you keep that as a general word, that other person will die. But the truth of the matter is, by his stripes I am healed. But extremists, don't go to the doctor. Don't do anything else. Don't take the medicine. Praise God. That's extreme. Far away from the truth. If God give you a personal word, he won't kill you. So many people said, I had a personal word from God. Don't go to a doctor. And they went into the grave. Because they went into the extreme. Far away from the extreme. I mean, far away from the truth. Truth is in the middle. Some people have double standards when it comes to relationship. Have you seen? When something bad happens to you, you will say it is a spiritual battle. When something bad happens to somebody, the same thing, you say God is teaching him a lesson. That's far away from the truth. Oh, come on now. Whatever you go through, it's spiritual battle. Whatever somebody goes through, times of lack and times of difficulties, God teaching him a lesson. That's far away from the truth. The truth is, weep with those who weep. Rejoice with those who rejoice. I pray 2017, my brother, weep with those who weep and rejoice with those who rejoice. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Sometimes, you know, if we get angry, we have divine supernatural excuses to tell five reasons why we got angry. Why we went to dysfunctional emotions. But if somebody treats you the same way badly, then you will never reconcile with them or forgive them. You will see the wall is not between Moscow and America. The wall is in the church between brothers and sisters. There is a wall in the church. Then how will God bless you? Ah, oh, come on church. We need to break. The Bible says, Jesus Christ on the cross broke down every wall. We cannot walk in the truth of God's love. We cannot walk in the fullness of God. Having a wall in the church. That every wall of the enemy has built has to be broken down in the name of Jesus. That is the truth. Hallelujah. Some of us, you know, go through diet, you know. Some of you need to have a fruit diet. It's called the fruit of love, joy, patience. Fruit diet. Look at two people and say, have fruit diet. Praise God. Not paleo diet. That's only for pastor. <laughs> Some of us need a fruit diet. What is the fruit that I can manifest this day? Fruit of patience. That's how I look at it in my life now. What is the fruit God is forcing me to exhibit? Hallelujah. Some people say they only do things by the Holy Spirit. That's the truth. You have to do things led by the Spirit. But the problem is some people never are led to do the things of the Spirit. Praise God. They want to be led by the Spirit, but they're never, never led. 
Hallelujah. Let me tell you, anybody who is led by the Spirit, there is spontaneous evangelization. Let me tell you, that's the truth. You will be spontaneously evangelizing people. Somebody who's led by the Spirit, they will spontaneously come to church on Sundays and Saturdays if they, hallelujah. That, that's, that's the first thought. That's led by the Spirit. You don't have to pray about it. They read, come in the wake up in the morning, spontaneously read the Bible. That is led by the Spirit. There is a spontaneity, hallelujah, to people who are led by the Spirit. That's the truth. But if you wait for somebody to, to, to poke you and to stir you, to go and give salvation to somebody, this far away from the truth. Come on, church. Have you known the times when you were baptized by the fire of the Holy Ghost? You would spontaneously go and speak to people. Some of you ask me, you know, Pastor, why do you stop Periscope? It was so refreshing in the morning. I said, yes, because Pastor is the only one doing everything. Praise God. Pastor is getting up in the morning, five o'clock, getting up the word, taking the Rima, giving it up. There is no spontaneity in anybody else. We as a church needs to grow. We need to get back to the basics. We need to spontaneously evangelize. We need to spontaneously come to church. We need to spontaneously love. We need to spontaneously, hallelujah, go at least tell five people about Jesus. Otherwise, we get into extremism. Some of us waiting for the time, family, we've been believing for 12 years, 13 years for the family to be saved. Yet not once we have spoken to our family about Jesus. We are waiting for to be led by the Spirit. Let me tell you, if you are led by the Spirit, you will do the things of the Spirit. And one of it is evangelization. Hallelujah. Church is a reality. That's the truth. Bible says how good and pleasant brothers and sisters dwell together in unity. It's like the anointing. It's good smell, the Bible says. It's beautiful smell. It's an anointing oil just flowing down. When church comes together, it's not a negative smell. It's not a negative vibe. It's not an unholy smell. It's a holy smell. It's a, it's a positive vibe. It's a positive energy. It's a positive faith. It's a, it's a, it's a smell of faith. That's the truth. But how bad and unpleasant brothers and sisters dwell together in the same church with groupism. Everybody is there, but they are groupist. Making small, small groups that does not be united to each other. That has, a, that has problems against each other. That speak against each other. Entertain negativity and entertain gossips against each other. In home, outside home. And stops the blessing of God flowing in the church. Judgmental. It brings a bad smell. It's an unpleasant, unpleasant to come to church like that. Instead of blessing and life, you will find blocks and oppression filling your life. You have to be united with your brother and sister. Blessing and life, Bible says, will flow. Supernatural results will flow. But if you care, I am Mangalorean, you are Malayali, you are Tamilian, you are Kannadika. I am from a superior culture, you are from a bad culture. Hallelujah, I am more spiritual, you are less spiritual. You are becoming so judgmental to each other. Where is the testimony? You are poor, I am rich, I am rich, you are poor. Hallelujah. Far away from the truth, it's extremes. Hallelujah. 
you will have unnecessary struggles you will never experience Deuteronomy 11 when God said I will give you wells that you have not dug I will give you hallelujah praise God uh, houses that you have not built that kind of blessing will not flow into your life that comes when you are together blessing and life and impartation it flows in the church it's a promise to the church Hallelujah. It is true in your home, you need to take authority as a husband. That is the truth. Not atrocity, authority. Atrocity is far away from the truth. It's the truth that women are weaker vessels. Not manipulating vessels, far away from the truth. Manipulating is acting weak, not that you're weak. You want to get away with your what what you want. Far away from the truth. Extreme emotions destroy families. When small issues are taken out of proportions, it destroys families. It's far away from the truth. It's not communication. It's dead dreadful. Communication is not noises. Communication is smooth and soft. Come on, look at two people and say, Communication is smooth and it's soft and it's clear. Praise God. It's not challenging, it's not dreadful. Your vocabulary is clear. There is the spirit in your vocabulary. There is no challenge, there is nothing to prove. It's far away from the truth, far away from communication. Hallelujah. When you come to a man of God to pray, it's the truth. You need prayers. But if you're using them for your need, it's far away from the truth. It's an extreme. If you're using them for your needs, when you want it, if they don't follow your dictates and your terms, then you get into attacking mode. You forgive everyone, but when it comes to a man of God, you don't give a benefit of doubt you speak against him it's far away from the truth something is wrong hallelujah praise God somebody fell into a mistake truth is sin is the destroyer that's the truth I can understand that but keeping somebody there and destroying them. Oh, he fell in this sin. And destroying them there is far away from the truth. Bible says, restore them. Restore them without being overtaken by their temptation. Oh, come on church. If somebody has fallen, you have to pray for them and restore them. Not put them there and, 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 and stand them on the places they fell and keep them there. You have to lift them up. Come on. Otherwise, it's far away from the truth. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The truth is God wants to financially prosper. Everyone. But if you forsake the calling, going after money, and you're dictated by money and nothing else, it's far away from the truth. Oh, hallelujah. No calling. Nobody, no, not, nowhere to be there. When you come, you want to come, you come. 
Come on, there is no appointment. Let me tell you, people who aren't of the truth, they have an appointment with God on a Sunday. They have an appointment with God early morning to pray. They have an appointment with God to read the Bible. And then they have an appointment with the miracles, signs and wonders too. Praise the Lord. So I come back to the word. Mark chapter 7 and the 37. The Bible says their amazement were extreme. When Jesus spoke about miracles and doing mighty things, they were amazed. The amazement was extreme, the Bible says. But when Jesus spoke on the second coming of Jesus, none of these people were there. When Jesus spoke on the sower and the seed, none of these people were there. When Jesus was transfigured on the mount, none of these people were there. Because they missed people who are extremes, always miss the important things God has to give them. When God, Jesus was telling important things of life, being a sower and how the seed of God's word has to be received in the good ground, they were not there. When Jesus said, Jesus will come back a second time, prepare yourself, be ready for the Lord's coming, they were not there. Because they were extreme. When things were going good and miracles and wonders were happening, they were there. But when Jesus was on the way to crucifixion, they were not there. Are you in an extreme? When a miracle is there, you are here next week to, hallelujah, give glory and honor to God. When things are going wrong, you're not there to thank Him. Bible says thank Him in all circumstances. Oh, come on. Then how will you daily walk with God? You won't have a daily walk. Truth is the, Jesus, the truth helps you to walk daily. People are in an extreme. If there is a ministry, they will pray for four hours. No ministry, no prayer. Extreme. Only people who have a daily walk with God listen to important things that the heaven speaks. They will be tuned to the important things of God. I pray 2017, I beseech you brethren, I beseech you brothers, I beseech you sisters, don't miss out on what God has for you. Otherwise you will be moving in a wrong direction and you will be hitting some hallelujah waves that God has not called you to hit. I saw certain waves in the morning as I was praying and the Lord said, these waves will be calm if you are moving in the right direction. Otherwise it will take over your life and you will be caught in the middle of the waves and you will be uncertain and you will be fearful and you will not know what to do it's a warning to somebody this morning bible is also about warnings praise god i don't warn you every day but once in a way i warn you and this morning i saw waves coming don't get into extreme have a daily walk with god's word Keep truth. Elijah and Elisha. Elisha received double portion. He had a daily walk with Elijah. The people with extreme walks are always dangerous. Look at Adam and Eve from the beginning. Learn from Bible itself. Bible interprets the Bible. The truth was, God said, let me make man in my image and likeness. Adam and Eve were created in the image and likeness of God. They were already like God. The extreme was what the devil said. He said, the day that you eat of this forbidden fruit, that you will become like God. That was an extreme. That was speaking about being equal with God. 
and God threw them out of the garden of Eden. Let me tell you, my brother, if you get to equal with God, God will throw you out of the blessings of God. I am not speaking about a wishy-washy gospel that tells you everything is going to be all right. Hallelujah. That is a wishy-washy gospel that will take you from your purpose and will take you. Some of you will even will be led into the wrong places. Get the truth of God's word. Don't try to become like God. Be submitted to the authority of the big God's word and you will see, you will reach the destination. Hallelujah. Numbers 22 and 36. You can read it in your Bible. One of the translations says, and Balak, hear it, Balaam. Balak heard Balaam. Can you read that word? Now, when Balak heard that Balaam was coming, he went out to meet him at the city of Moab, which is on the border of Aran, the boundary of the territory. Wow, my Bible says, which is in the extremity of the border which is in the extremity of the border Balaam the prophet of God made an unholy alliance in the extremity come on church you make unholy talks and unholy alliances in the extremity of your life Balaam was a prophet of God and the Bible warned us in Jude before Jesus would come back the last before revelations was one small chapter called Jude and go home and read the one chapter of Jude it speaks about a warning and the one of the warning it says beware of the doctrine of Balaam beware of the doctrine of Balaam what does the doctrine says hallelujah praise God one day he listened to the voice of God then he went to the extremity of not obeying it he was an extreme side and he made unholy alliances with King Moab. Hallelujah. All unholy things happens when you go into the extremity. When you walk in the next extreme. Have a daily walk with God. So one of the tribe in the Bible who had a daily walk is what I want to tell you. It's called the tribe of Judah. Joshua 15 and the first verse says, and the lot of the tribe of the children of Judah, according to their family, was to the border of Edom, the wilderness of sin southward, in the extreme south. When God divided the lands to Israel, he gave his portion to Judah. Everybody say Judah. It was around the extremity of Edom. In other words, he had extreme borders, but he never went there. In your life, there are extreme borders. There are people who wants to pull you into extremes of life. There are Christians who are living. The Bible calls them the false brethren in the church. They are brothers who calls you to the extremes which I'm speaking about. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, but Judah never went into these extremes. Praise the Lord. Judah could have mingled with Edom. Edom is a descendant of Esau who never valued God's calling. He could have mingled with him and lost his calling. You have wrong alliances. You move out of divine callings and supernatural miracles. 
some of the reasons why people will never see a miracle is because of your unholy alliances you party at saturday night sunday you won't see the miracle take it from my mouth You want to see the miracle. I'm not saying having some fun one day or the other. I am saying if you are having an unholy alliances with people who are in the clutches of devil and stop yourself from moving in the calling, where is your purpose? When will you see? Have the time to experience the goodness of God. You will have struggles. You will have battles at work, at home, in relationships. In your destiny, always some one battle between husband and the wife. When the children will become big, they will challenge you and you will say, what is happening? The unholy alliances that you chose to have it. You get into an unholy vehicle and that vehicle crash and you die. It's not God killed you. You got into an unholy vehicle. Come on church. Some of you had mishaps because you were entered into unholy. I told one boy in this church not to do that and he, he went against and he had an accident. I said, I told you several times not to get, go with the people. I'm not telling something out of my, 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 my minds. I'm telling you things that have happened. You move with people who are adulterous. You send your husbands to adulterers and fornicators. And one day you will see you been catching your husband there. Guard your husbands. Guard your wives from wrong people. Bad company corrupts good character. Hallelujah. Are you with me just this morning? They guarded. Judah guarded. They occupied the first. So God said, first share. Judah has it. When God blessed, he gave the first share to Judah. God, 2017, some blessings are going to come. Who receiving the word first share is going to come. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Judges chapter 1 and 1 to 4 says, Judah have the first take. Hallelujah. Come on. Take it. Have the first take. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When God rejected Saul as king from the tribe of Benjamin, God said, I'm going to take a man after my own heart from the tribe of Judah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because of Judah, God said, Hallelujah. The man that I'm going to choose as king over Israel is from the tribe of Judah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, rest of the tribe of Judah stood with this man. They had a sense of what God is doing. There were people who followed after God's own heart. The Bible says, the Lord trusted them like nobody in the Bible. Isaiah, Amos, Habakkuk, Hallelujah, Micah, Joel, Obadiah, Zechariah, and Sephaniah all belong to the tribe of Judah. They had a Hallelujah big part in what God was doing. Hallelujah in the life of Jesus. Come on, church. This is the Bible. This is the word of the living God. Hallelujah. Jesus described as the Lion of Judah. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I'm going to come from this tribe. Come on, Jesus will be revealed as the Lion of Judah. Amen. There were people. 
Hallelujah, not extreme. Three qualities of the tribe of Judah that kept them from the extremism. Number one, the Bible says they were passionate about their calling. They were ready to go first. Amen. Everybody say passionate. They were passionate. They had a personal knowing about their calling. They had a personal relationship with God. They knew they had to focus on their calling. This year we heard from Pastor Rajesh that is a year God is going to release us into our purpose. Are you passionate to know it? Are you passionate to walk in it? Number two, hallelujah. The Bible says they were a generation. They recognized and honored the anointing God has put over their lives. They stood with David when the entire Israel were united with Saul. Judah said, we are going to make Israel David the king. They recognized the anointing. They stood with the servant of God. They stood with the man of God and said, we are going to stand with his anointing and to see battles won, victory seen. Praise God. These are the qualities that because they were always uh, united under an anointing, under an umbrella, praise the Lord, connected to the servant of God. They were always protected from the extremes. United, when you come here, honor the anointing that is over this church, then you will see you will not move into extremity. Number three, they always asked for God's help. How many of you make simple prayers in the morning? Lord, help me. I'm weak. I'm tired. The Bible says Caleb was from the tribe of Judah. He said, Lord, I want my promise. I want my Hebron. But there are giants there. The Lord said, I'm 80 years old. The Lord said, don't worry, Caleb. Go there. I will give it to you. And he came to Moses and said, I am as strong as I was 40 years old. Hallelujah. By the help of God, I am going to take over my mountains. I am going to defeat the giants. Hallelujah. That is going to be your testimony. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They always asked the help of God. They had a culture in the tribe to surrender to God's help. Number four, they wanted to be the generation, the tribe to lead other tribes by example from extreme to and examples they said we want to be the example for all the other tribes how many of you people will Petra church say that we want to be the examples to all the people in our world ah come on church no amens it's a good place to say at least by the help of the Lord one amen in my colleges in my schools at my house Hallelujah. And God chose the tribe of Judah to reveal himself. Hallelujah. Not only God chose, but he attested to their claim. How many of some people say, no, we are following Jesus. You know, people should look at us. That is your claim. Will God attest to that claim? Come on, church. Nobody like us. You know how much we love, how much we care. That's what you are saying. Will God attest to it? In this case, God attested to their claim. Oh, come on church. God attested to their claim. Hallelujah. And God showed by coming through the tribe, they are indeed the example for the, all the other Christians to follow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In the New Testament, three groups of people, God asked to be examples. Number one, all the disciples, John 13, 13 to 17, Jesus washed the feet and said, Hallelujah, if I have done this, you also need to 
do it to others so that you will follow my example all the Christians are called to be example will your children when they grown up says mommy is my example he, she taught me to pray Samuel would say that what will your children say what will your children say have they saw, seen you get up in the morning and praying mummies my daddy goes to church to help the church activities first will your boy say that about you then your children are in the safe place anything less than that you need to be very very careful in your generation there should be a passion my brother number two to the leaders one chapter five two to four to the leaders it says don't domineer of the flock lead them by example as leaders us what I've prayed as leaders in this church is the leaders should not domineer each other but lead by example of love and peace and joy number three 1 Timothy chapter 4, 11 and 12, fivefold that I want to read because of to you, youth, to youth, 1 Timothy chapter 4, 11 and 12, to youth, fivefold revival. What happens? What is these things? Command and teach. Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Fivefold revival. If there is these five things exhibited in the youth, revival will follow. Praise the Lord. Revival will follow. Example, youth. In word, in conversation, in charity, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Are you? Example. Extremists and examples. How to break the extreme spirit that I'm through the lack of time 2 Corinthians 8 to how to break the spirit it's a controlling spirit how to break it that in a great trial of affliction the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded in the riches of their liberality it says in the midst of very severe trial their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty that's a word extreme poverty welled up into rich generosity how to break it's a controlling spirit it's always controls you it's control your faith control your life this extreme spirits that's why you find it difficult to you know digest what i'm telling some of you you will eventually digest it, but you know when you hear it pastor is looking straight on my face too it is a digestion problem is there it just controls our hearts it controls the bible says the people in macedonia although were there in an extreme situation their mind was not controlled by it they did not get into extreme poverty and they did not become complaining and murmuring and discouraged they overcame it by opposite action faith action everybody say faith action we always speaks about faith believing. There's something called faith action. You heard about faith today. Faith action is what? When you felt poor, when you don't nothing, whatever you had, they gave it off. 
extreme generosity opposite of what they were feeling oh did you understand that generosity and faith always goes together extreme pride you feel like proving your point that's what you're feeling but don't give to extremity go to the opposite action is humility i am sorry i love you so much what happened to you why did you feel bad extreme humility jesus humbled himself till when till death death on the cross ha ah, come on church opposite action when you feel hallelujah hatred inside of you what's the generosity bless that person to the extent that person will think you are mad love them to the point that they'll believe that there is a god praise god that's how you break the spirit come on church this morning hallelujah and one more way to break the spirit read it fast again in a great trial of affliction the abundance of their joy abundance of their joy everybody say joy joy don't have hardness inside of you ask the lord to fill whatever you are doing with the anointing of joy anointing of joy of people who let go to the god see i let go on the situation into god god's hand i'm going to enjoy this relationship i'm going to enjoy my presence uh, the setback i had a setback i've let go of the setback i'm going to enjoy the presence of god let go this is a joy there's a joy that as a result of releasing the cares praise god as a result of releasing the hatred as a result of releasing the past memories there is a joy oh come on that breaks the spirit let's close our eyes in prayer this morning